I'm sorry. Hold on one second. Let me turn this thing off. Um, no. Can you believe that? That guy's live on the radio and Roger Stone's calling him in the middle. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. We had stopped the steel rally in Del Rey. Um, basically, what we're doing is we're going out there and letting people know that we, we're still in this. We're still in the game, right? Exactly, and that and that we 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 know what what happened and and how the Democrats are trying to steal this election from, not from President. Well, wait Trump. a minute! They've they've officially stolen this election. We have to reverse. They're not trying. They're right. succeeding. <laughs> exactly. I had someone telling me that, hey man, why don't the Democrats get a spine? They're the ones that that are acting up. I go, dude, that is their spine. They've been rigging elections since the 30s. Exactly. There's a group called the Tammany Hall. They rigged the elections for the la on behalf of labor and the mayor in the Boston and the New York area since the 30s. This right. is nothing new. They practiced uh, with this hammer and the scorecard. They use. They said they used a smart tech, smart card system. Right. The algorithms. The, yeah, the algorithms within the Dominion software, and we, you and I, still don't know if the Supreme Court will even give a damn of everything that we've read because we don't know. And it's terrible to get information like we've gotten. And just because the links aren't like popular links, as they should not be because the popular links are censoring the stuff, uh, I, I'm i aghast because I'm a Cuban-American dissentery. I'm an American-Cuban born in the United States. My parents are Cuban-American. And I know... Uh, thoroughly through the stories how you lose your country it starts like this exactly the time magazine the new york Times. there's a guy named um hubert matthews who was a guy who debriefed the ambassador to the united states to cuba in 1957 not the cia not the department of defense the state department sent the ambassador to be uh, brought up to date of the Cuba politics by uh, uh, a New York Times reporter. <laughs> and I'm reading this book right now. It's called The Fourth Floor. Oh, yeah. Written by E.T. By e. Smith, who was the ambassador to Cuba for 50, 57 to 59. And he himself documents how the Eisenhower administration that appointed him really wanted to bring the ambassador to Moscow, to, uh, to Russia, to Cuba. And in the last minute, sent him to the Philippines and replaced it with him. Mm -hmm. They wanted Batista out. Right. Then you read in the book that Carlos Prio Socarra, the president that Batista dethroned in 52, mm -hmm. was sending arms shipments to the Sierra Maestra for, to Fidel right from Miami. He was wow. arrested and everything. Yeah, yeah. As an ex-president, he was allowed to go pretty quickly. The statement was made. But weapons left Texas, left Miami to the Sierra Maestras. Would you say that was part of the deep state uh, that, that's been that around? Was, for... That's exactly what I'm saying. The yeah. deep state is been alive and well in this country for years, and they're all commie. Exactly. They're deep embedded in the CIA, Department of State, and they're not representing us. They're representing money and interests. And if it means bringing someone to power that is socialistic, that's statistic, like Biden, or in Biden's case, completely fatalistic, they'll do it. I mean, we had a very, very, very extraordinary president in Donald J. Trump. And what was extraordinary was everything that we had to like and dislike because he was achieving his ends. Who am right. I to say how he should tweet? Who am I to say how he should talk? Exactly. Quite frankly, I was, I was wondered wondered by his effectiveness at pissing everybody off at one time and then having the extraordinary success on the stock market. Today it looks like by the end of this week it's going to be in the thirty thousands. 
Right, and, and then, you know... Black unemployment, Hispanic unemployment, super low. And then they, with the help of commies, they weaponize COVID. Exactly. And it, it ultimately goes down to the people and self-interest. Everybody's working. Everybody has money. Everybody's paying their rent or, or their houses. They have a car. Uh, they have disposable income. Yeah, poverty, income. like Rush Limbaugh said, poverty has a cell phone in America. Exactly. They, they have a disposable income at the end. Th- that's all they're worried about. And th- this is the reason why they voted for him. You know, even Democrats voted for him because it's always if the incumbent president and the, and the economy is doing well, he always they, they always get a uh, kind this of This is the Clinton. first succession. Yeah. We could win at every level of government, state, House, and Senate. So the state houses and Senate and the federal houses and Senate, we win in landslide, and it doesn't include the coattail of the presidency. <laughs> These people discounted votes through the uh, through the computers. I can't believe that the SCOTUS is not going to hear this case. And Sidney Powell has spoken to this radio station about representing Michael Flynn, and I can't believe she would go out there if she didn't have the evidence like she says. Exactly. exactly. So it only it's only incumbent on people like you and I to do the paparazzi stuff, like no, we did do, in Del Rey. To, to, to do the media stuff, because the media is not doing it. There's no more. There, there's no longer journalism. No, 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 no. Activist no. media. Exactly, it's an activist media, and and they're not going out there and and just being impartial. Okay, so th- this is what we found. And, yeah, and, last and, night when they know? were beating up on us in Washington D.C. Exactly. <laughs> and our know? friend Anna was there, and she said that she left just before the violence started. Anna Paulina, Anna Paulina was out there. Not Anna Paulina, Anna Visa. Oh, Anna Visa, right, right. Yeah. Anna Visa, right. Anna Paulina might have been there. She might have been at the Tallahassee. No, I don't think so. I don't. She probably so. be at the Tallahassee. Right at events. the Tallahassee, right. There's a couple people from the Key who went up to Tallahassee. If I were in uh, in much better condition physically, I would get on a plane and do things. But I really fear being on a plane with my vertigo because there's nowhere to go. And there was so much violence, you know, by these groups, Antifa, Black Lives Matter, and. Um, you know, you also had the the Proud Boys that they're saying that. Um, oh, that's uh, all they mentioned the, in the, the media. The, the, yeah, right. The, white, the, the, the white supremacist uh, white group, and we we had Enrique here that you know very right. well. I had him here in the studio maybe two days after the debate, where where Trump says uh, stand by and stand down. He's a black Cuban. He's a black Cuban. <laughs> He's a black Cuban. You know, and he's sitting here talking to us and saying, "Man, we're a bar group. We met in bars. We're a bunch of guys exactly about drinking and partying. Right. We just." Loved uh, President Trump. Now, there's some of us who still drink with us, hang out with us, and don't have political inclinations towards anybody. Exactly. But if we call them, they will come up to the protests with us Mm -hmm. and support our cause, which is to defend common people from Antifa and Black Lives Matter. And I've 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 hung out with them. I've I've drank beers with them. And can you drink them under the table? Or <laughs> <not>? <laughs> well, I was I was in the army, so yeah, I can hang. You know, you can I mean? hang. But but uh, you know, it's not just guys hanging out. I mean, we have a girl. We have friends that, that are girls that, that that come. You know, with them, their, their their wives or girlfriends, and we all hang out and we have a good time. You know, and um, the point that I wanted to make about the Pro Boys that if they weren't there this weekend. There would have been blood, more blood on the streets because these well, people. Well, I definitely saw a video of a chick that gets off a motorcycle late at night. Right. Maybe not late, but yeah. it was dark. Yes. She's got a helmet on, motorcycle helmet. She's, you know, got her jacket. So she can't be stabbed with that leather around her, but she's got a big ass kitchen knife. No, Next... no, it was a, it was a switchblade. Switchblade. Yeah, it was a switchblade. So you would say it was big ass in terms of 12 inches? I don't mean <laughs> to be a meat cleaver, but enough but for she me was, to notice it. She was screaming and she was saying, 
I'm 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 willing to go. I'm willing to die today, but I'm gonna take one of you guys with me. And that's when she gets knocked out. And that's why you know they 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 they. they well, she, she, she she has stolen a a, um, a flag, an American flag, which probably was gonna be burnt later on. And uh, you know they saw the switchblade, and you know you, you do what you have to do in order to to defend neutralize yourself. the threat. Neutralize the threat, right? Exactly. And she she got knocked out. But but th there's just so many other uh, videos out there, and those same Antifa guys that got beat up. I mean, what they were doing to like little kids and their parents. Yeah, it was just I disgusting. saw that video too, where the parents are taking their kids away from the march, right. and they're really nervous, or they got their fingers in their mouths, and so they're concerned. So there was there was this uh, black uh, uh, a Trump supporter who was uh, having dinner outside. Uh, this Antifa guy just came over and and just you know picked up the the the, the table and threw it in front of him and started calling him names. You're a coon. Your your dad and yeah, you're and, an Uncle Tom. Black exactly. people support white people. <laughs> and, and, and 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 these are the people that, that are saying that they want unity now. You know that they sh they're sure. No, well they're not saying it. Uh, their leader is right, but exactly, but their leader won't. Meanwhile, AOC they, is doing a hit list. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which I'm probably on there. I'm I'm, I'm happy. You know. Uh, yeah, I said uh, when I saw I'm that. Proud to be on that list. Yeah, the, you guys call yourselves the Gulag members. Exactly the, Gulag the Gulag members. I guess I'm going to join them after this weekend. Well, so every, it was very cool how you drove me up. Uh, uh, Martin drove me up in a in limousine the, from the Maga Limo. The yeah, Maga Limousine. The, the Maga Limo. Would you say it's late seventies or early eighties? No, nineteen eighty-five. Oh, a, so mid eighties. Yeah, mid eighties. It's with a, a landline it's a phone car. in the back. It's a, it's an actual. <laughs> yeah, with male <laughs> male gigolo red uh, red uh, carpet and red uh, red uh, seat car seats. That's probably when they used to charge you like three dollars for the minute. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I I remember everybody cheering when we arrived. They're probably thinking Roger Stone's coming out of this car. It turns out it was old old Manny the Manatee, you know, Handy Manny from Key Biscayne. Well, um, we as you can see, we have. I'm going to turn this camera so we can videotape this for a second. Of course, I got my hilarious T-shirt on to commemorate the day. You know what? Also, Donald J. Trump in the house. What's up, Donald? What's going on, bro? What's going on? Let's go back to Martin here. And uh, this is what we do here, man, on WSQF 94.5, Blink Radio, Kibiskay, Concrete Conservative, early morning hour. This is like early morning since I wake up at 3 in the morning, 4 in the morning, I can't sleep anymore. And here we're doing our thing. It's just what we do. So at 5 o'clock we came on early because Martin was coming down from the mainland. <laughs> from the mainland, yeah, exactly. And you know, guys, you audience members here at the Concrete Conservative for the last two years, you know what I call the people from the mainland. Mainland maggots, <laughs> looking at each other's tags, sitting in traffic. Listen to Mac on the Rock, <laughs> where I dig in my heels, baby, in wet concrete, and I don't move until it dries. Wait, but you know what's 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 wonderful about this whole MAGA movement is the people that that we gotten to know. I mean, I I would have never met you absolutely if we we never had this MAGA movement. And you know, you didn't know this lady, and she gave you a gift. She gave you that that. Uh, she was from New York. She, she says, "I can't fit in this in the plane. I know it's in safekeeping with you." I go, "Well, ma'am, understand that I live in Miami-Dade County. So if you want it back, it's going to be hard for us to interact." She goes, "Nah, I don't want it back. I just want to know it's in the right hands of and, and patriots. patriots." So this picture I took I'm, after the show, I'm going to send her a little video of what you and I did here today. Yeah, maybe we should, we should call her. And I will also send her the link of the editing of the video of Saturday, hanging out with Roger and then going to dinner with him was quite a treat for me because 
I was a loyal supporter for his defense fund when he was under attack. Uh, you know, I contributed to pay off his attorney. So I was very honored. And that's what I meant when I said I'm honored to have defended you. That's what I meant. I'm sure it sounded like I was his attorney. But no, I meant defense fund. And of course, my great friend, I'm going to call her Meanie Jeannie, even though she calls herself Jeannie Meanie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I can't believe I was a sandbox friend of hers, you know, from... Fifth grade, fourth Imagine. grade. And you hadn't seen her in 30 years, 30 right? 30 years, man. Team Belina. Uh, and uh, in my interactions with her at Instagram, I believe it was through Anna because they both liked something I did. Anna first, obviously. You're right, right. Because Anna's been in the studio. Anna apparently was high school uh, dating buddies of mine to show you where my brain's at. <laughs> so we did some double dates together. She was uh, dating another Old fellow. Old school Miami. Yeah, man. I, we were both dating other people and stuff that are not in our in lives today. She reminded me of all that stuff, so I invited her to Blink Radio, and we had a great conversation. Oh, she's awesome. She's uh... she's a really genuine girl, and um, it's cool to be reminded of what kind of high school childhood I had because Anna and Jeannie are funny examples that, man, what the hell am I complaining about? I had a good life. No, you didn't, yeah. yeah exactly. I grew up nicely. I grew, I grew up against cool people, man. Then uh, Jeannie also, before Saturday, I think this was Friday, Got to speak to her dad for like 40 minutes, and he reminded me of great memories of my old man when they were softball buddies. Apparently, my father the, indeed was the pitcher he said he was. I thought my father was like, <laughs> you know. The big five, right? Which yeah, the big the, five. The, the, the but big apparently, five. my dad had a curveball and a slider, and he knew how to throw softball underhand faster than anybody. And Jeannie's uh, father played uh, third base. So that was pretty cool to, to be reminded of what my father was like in the, his 30s and 40s. Back when we were all in the middle class struggling, but we could afford to hang out at the Big Five. Exactly, and I uh, and I always say that I'm, I'm old school Miami. I was here in 1981, and, and it was a dynamic time uh, growing yeah, up in Miami. you went to high school. You go to high school here, right? Well, uh, elementary, junior high, and, and uh, no, but I'm I'm just saying how, how Miami developed. You know, the the just you saw the, just like I did it. You saw from uh, the west. I saw it from the east. Exactly. <laughs> we both have view. You had the sunrise view. I had the sunset view. <laughs> well, what provoked you to go into the military? Um, you know, I, I wasn't. It was, doing, a, it was a relatively peaceful time at the time, so it wasn't war or anything. What I, I wasn't doing good in college. I always wanted to go to college. Uh, I felt that I didn't have the the structure and discipline. You know, uh, that's a common answer for many who want to go in the military. Right. They're actually looking for someone to scream in their face. And additionally, I was very grateful for this country, so I kind of wanted to give something back. For what they had given us, because you know we gave you access, right? Exactly. We 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 applied for a political asylum and they gave it to us. So I said, you know, from from El Salvador. Oh, so yeah, oh, during the, chaotic we, times. Yeah, yeah. The, we fled the civil war. So people don't understand, you know, um, coming from a, a place like El Salvador, what a civil war is like. And a civil war is where all the elections are rigged. It, it, well, it's just it's bloody. It's really bloody, and oh look, you see, see that? Look, look how they're, 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 Antifa was actually going inside of the hotels and beating up people in there. You know, I mean, it, the, these and, are and it's incredible. Is that the cops don't get the support, so they don't even know what they should be and should not be doing. And it's amazing how they can't even throw punches and they can't pin people down. And they can't handcuff anybody because somebody will protest. I mean, all, all those, you know, their all, own mayor will protest. All, all those uh, Antifa and BLM, you know, they're Democrats. But obviously, they don't like people that have a different opinion than they have, you know, because we're not doing anything. We're not. You know, we're well, not. I, I tend to think 
much lesser of them. I don't even think they're registered to vote. I think they're paid to create havoc. I don't think any of them have a job. Some of them are from wealthy families. Yes, a lot uh, of them Some are. of them believe there's a fix in the system. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I wrote my book, um, I mentioned this fix. You know, If I work 40 hours and I get rich, and he works 40 hours and doesn't, he thinks I rigged the system. And that's why I'm going to ask you today, live on the radio, that I would like to print nice shirts, embroidered shirts. Okay. Collared shirts that says WSQF Blink Radio. Uh-huh. Underneath of it, in, a, in possibly the same font but smaller, enjoy capitalism. Right. And under then, under that, profit is not greed. So that people get it. And I'm going to have it on my website for sale, which is really a contribution to our low-power radio station, WSQF 94.5, at 5.30 on a Monday after a great weekend with Roger Stone. I'd like that. You know, there was. Um, I'm trying to look for my friend went fishing, and he went with some friends of his. And uh, this guy had a, <laughs> he really had a good uh, T-shirt, kind of like the one that, that that you were saying. I'm trying to look for it here, but um, uh, but yeah, you know, we we, we had a, but the, the, let's talk about like you know the synergy that was there at, at the rally. Uh, what would you say was the ratio of working class and upper class? No, no, the ratio of uh, let's say Biden versus Trump supporters. Oh, 99.9. <laughs> right, exactly. There were no Biden supporters. The uh, only ones that were Biden supporters were on the cross the street, eating lunch, looking at us saying, you poor fools, you guys will never win this. <laughs> right, but... but so that, I can that, see that, them going like that, shaking their head, like, and look at them across the street there. And that's the point that I'm that I'm making. I mean, he won this election. Absolutely. I mean, I, I can understand... That like, was his tweet today. Right. I won this election. I can understand if we were out there and 40% of the people that passed by there gave us a middle finger... But there wasn't any of them. It was. It was. You think they know that they rigged it? I think so. But they don't care, though. That's the problem. That, they don't that, care. That, that, that's that's the sad thing that they don't they care. They don't care. Law they, and they, order's they, not even on their side. I mean, I, I've spoken to to friends, and and I, you know, I've told them, look, they want to assassinate him. I I don't care. You know, just get rid of the guy. I go, listen, if, if the Democrats are going to come in, they're going to come in through socialism. You, you, your, your parents went through that. You only vote for socialism once, you and, said. And, and, yeah, your parents went through that. He's like, whatever it takes to get them out of there. <laughs> it was just a vote, you know, because they hate him. That's all. They they, they despise the guy. In other words, know? it's a Christ. It's the Jesus Christ phenomenon. Put him on the cross. Exactly. And they don't, they don't even know why. And it's all because of his success. They can't stand the fact that he did it his way. Exactly. <laughs> he did it his way, tweeting you, pissing you off, and then he gave you what we all expected some miracle president to give us. He worked for free, gave away his money, record stock market, record unemployment for minorities, blacks and browns, got rid of a bunch of regulations that you and I both know don't mean diddly squat because nobody uh, follows them. But they do hire a federal employee to prosecute these regulations. People don't realize that the record of regulations being passed, uh, the record low number was 53,000 laws and regulation under the Reagan administration. He was very proud to leave after eight years knowing he only averaged 53,000 regulations a year. Wow. A year, and that's like supposed to be the lowest number ever. (laughs) So how do you expect government to be reduced in size? In other words, the famous Republican mantra, 
Smaller government, low taxes is impossible when you're passing more and more laws every day. It requires more employees to enforce it. That's why the Democrats always take credit for having better economies than we do. Why? Because they're increasing the size of government. That's 38% of the purchasing power of the whole U.S. government, of the whole U.S. economy. Exactly. So who in the hell wants to reduce a $7 trillion economy when the United States has a $22 trillion economy? It's the third largest economy in the world, the U.S. government by itself. And I write about it, and Republicans don't care. Now, for instance, um, you know who Young Kim is, who won a congressional seat in California? She uh, said today. Oh yes, yes. She said today on the, on the Fox, uh, Fox Business Network, uh, Lisa uh, Clayman, I believe is her name. Excuse me if it's not Lisa, but uh, she said in an interview, "I believe in and and the GOP representing Grant Opportunity Party." And I go, "Wow!" In my book. I call for the deletion of the old in grand old party mm-hmm. and just leave it as the grand party by motion on the floor of like the 2024 20, elect, uh, right. Republican convention. Mm-hmm. Calling ourselves, we're no longer, we're going to stay a Republican party, but we're the grand party of big ideas. Well, this lady jumps, gets jumps on me because I'm sure she, her audience is immediately millions by the fact that she said on national TV, she calls for this change the grand old party into the grand opportunity party. Which, quite frankly, I'm jealous because it works too. Because it re- requires no deletion of the O; it just requires changing the meaning. And and, and let, let's let, let's stay there. Let's talk about what Trump has done with the party. I mean, it's, it's no longer the, the Republican Party. It's Donald, and it's the, the Workers' Party. It's the Workers' the Party. Common it's man. The, Donald Trump's party. I mean, he's and I hate to use this word because it's a the Democrat word. You know, he's made this party into an inclusive party. Yes, yeah, a big ten. I mean, uh, um, physically done it his yeah. way. Um, Grinnell, Grinnell, who, who was the ambassador for Germany, always, you know, whenever he, he, he says a speech, he always starts like this when uh, he was sitting down in an arena and Buchanan was talking, Pat Buchanan was talking, and he said that, you know, there will never ever be gays in the Republican Party. I'm yeah. one. <laughs> you know, and, uh, and he was there. He's like, you know what? We're going to change that. And, and look at it now. Look at the party now. I mean, yeah, they're, 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 Brunel, they're, who is gay. They're, they're, there's a lot of gays. Not only was he ambassador to Germany, but he's also a director of a defense intelligence agency who was willing to go out on a limb and release a bunch of documents to prove that the Russia collusion was a hoax and it was a frame job. Yeah, and and then I, for the I, I feel for the longest time that the Republican Party wasn't inclusive because during that time, during the '90s, that's when I went into the into the army. You know, and I, I'm a business guy. I like business, and I was like, well, maybe, you know, I didn't know where to swing, Democrat or Republican, but I think I, I think I'd swing towards the Republican side because I like business, low taxes. I, I like and it's all funny that. because the biggest businessmen in this country are Democrats. <laughs> exactly, yeah. And the and, party of rich has always been the Democrats. If you look at the Fortune 500 that uh, my father used to always get a copy of, uh-huh. being a Cuban refugee, man, he always loved that Forbes uh, 500 richest men in America and then also the 100 richest men in America. And he used to always go, Mina, Mina, Mina. And we would see that it was all Democrats. Top yeah. to bottom, there was always like two Republicans who all invented something to get it. It had nothing to do with inheritance. Right. All these other people were inheriting stuff. Well, there's two guys that had never stuck to my head because I didn't pay attention. I was young, but I remember the two Republicans. And I used to always thought it was ironic that it was like six and seven on the top ten. And they were brothers, Koch brothers. The Koch brothers, right. And they started their own gig. 
you know? Right. There's another guy I met. Uh, remember John Hutzman who ran for president back, back in the day, a very mild-mannered guy, governor of Utah? Well, actually, I, I think... Uh, but he accepted the ambassadorship to Japan right, under... Right. Uh, uh, sorry, uh, to China under Obama as a Republican. Never got a chance. When he ran for president, he, you know, he, didn't, he didn't win anything. No, but I think uh, Trump also used them, though. Was it, wasn't, I don't it, think so. Huntsman, I, yeah, yeah. Huntsman. I think he's a super asset to us because he's fluent in Mandarin and Cantonese Chinese. Right. He grew up as a kind of like a Mormon mission because he's Mormon. And his father was the guy who invented the plastic that the quarter pounder with cheese would come into and the egg carton. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> he made his he made his wealth of producing that plastic. I thought I thought, I thought I he also lubricants and stuff like that. But unfortunately, like everything that happens in capitalism, he discovered that it was a, a carcinogen. And so he took all the profits from that he had accumulated with that car and out of pure guilt, he formed uh, Utah's largest uh, Hutzman Institute Cancer Research Hospital in Utah. And it's probably one of the largest ones in the nation. And uh, I read his autobiography, and I believe his name was John as well. I first met him and uh, got to know who he was when Glenn Beck was on Fox and he invited him to his show. No, actually, he was he was the ambassador to Russia under President Trump. Under uh, he was ambassador. Yeah, John yeah. Huntsman was. Yeah, yeah. I'll, God, that's great to hear. October third, twenty seventeen to October third, twenty nineteen. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And I then remember. I guess he stepped away because the heat got too. too hot. <laughs> no, no, he no, no, no. He was running for Utah again. He ran for governor again. Oh, he did. Okay. All and right. I don't know if he won. I don't think he did. I don't think he did. Uh, no, I think someone beat him. Um, so. So what do you think? What do you think about the the election? What uh, what uh? I'm praying to God, like we all are, right? That just seventy percent of what I'm reading it's, on, all, it's on the Gateway pundits and all that stuff, right? That error is true. The only thing that worries me is that the Supreme Court doesn't care to engage, doesn't want to go for the the chaos. A six three conservative court. But it, but it just is wants it, him out too. But is I it, really fear that even. But even is it up to them, them to do, do they need to step in now? Or? They have to hear the case. No, I when know Sydney they have to. Powell, when the Sydney Powell goes to them and says, hey, regardless of, of our uh, unsuccessful state lawsuits, mm-hmm. the truth is elections ride with the president, uh, with the, the nation's Supreme Court. If you hear the case, then the accumulation of what we're complaining about is true, and this is why. That's when those computer programs have to show up in secret somewhere because all these Supreme Court cases are in secret. But this has probably got to be secret of the secret, meaning back rooms. Because it's computer stuff, meaning the justices have to bring in computer people and is on their own at at uh, at the beck and call of the American taxpayer, and the justice has got to have a team of programmers tell me are they what they're saying is true or not, and they've got to look at the data because yeah. what is what is Dustin, Clarence Thomas going to say when they get, when some programmer says hey uh, Trump's votes fell in Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. Georgia. Mm-hmm. Okay, Michigan. Nobody's votes fall in any election anywhere. Your votes only go up and up and up and up and up. It could stop and then you lose, but you can't lose votes. Well, they apparently rigged the Biden votes so grotesquely without having anybody voting other than Biden. In right. other words, you weren't voting for the mayor, the council member, the congressional, constitutional. Well, they're, they're even saying that some of the ballots didn't even have the rest of the people I mean around right. there it was just so when they realized that was too gross they had they couldn't start subtracting from Biden because that might be a double mistake so they started subtracting from Trump right 
And I'm seeing this on the internet. I'm saying, how can this not be true? And that's what sucks because now I don't know who to trust. Like the communists want. They want you to doubt. They want you to always think that I'm being conspiratorial. I I read one of my first posts that I loved it. Everything made sense. It was exaggerating uh, something that may or may not have happened. But I loved it, which was the closing down of the Houston Chinese embassy where the Chinese people were known to have been burning papers. And this link was saying those papers were the ballots to flip Texas blue. And since Trump could not have had, couldn't allow that to happen because it's too big of a state, he closed down the embassy and they started burning those papers because he was on to this, meaning a giant sting operation. Right. Why can't that be true? Why? Well, I mean, what's... Because I don't know. I don't know. I don't have the sources to know. What's also sad is that, you know, we have activist FBI agents. You know, you, you, you heard that, uh, I mean, that interview. Yeah, I mean, I where mean, you try to get the guy to change his vote. Yeah, exactly. Change his opinion. Change his affidavit. Not his opinion. I mean, what what he saw. What he saw, yeah. Uh, you know, what he well, saw. Well, yes. Trying to convince him to make it look like it was his opinion. I mean, that, that that's how the swamp is. That, that, that That's how, you know... It's, it's Liberalism true. is such a grotesque thing because... And I make this statement in my book. I, I even created a word called the progressive virus. Right. And this is way before coronavirus. Mm-hmm. I wrote this in 2013, not knowing any of this stuff was going to happen. But I felt that there was a little, uh, certain political bipolarity among the left that they can't argue. And that simply is this. They can't admit the fact that all their policies, everything they try and have succeeded at passing, has not worked. And the only thing they have succeeded at through all their policies is driving down the self-reliant class's birth rate so that there's no one that they really depend on to pay for the welfare programs they have proposed. That's political bipolarity. So if I drive down the self-reliance birth rate, I'm a perfect example. Two children, two different moms. Mm-hmm. No-fault divorce plagued the hell out of me. What they were able to get plagued the hell out of me. Me having to write checks to, to raise my children. I had to pay to be a father. That's called child support. Right. The average guy says, you know what? I'm out of here. And they leave the state and they ain't never going to pay. <laughs> and that's a vast majority of parents. They book town. Not not parents. Guys. Guys, right. We're guilty of that stuff. But we're not guilty of the state in, uh, making our lives miserable to raise our children. So we abandon our fatherhood. Guess who raises our children today? And at, 50, at the 50%, the 53. System. No, a boyfriend. Who might be three or four of them by the time the kid's 18. Exactly. I've had like three or four dads. Only one made sense to me. I hated my mom for the other four. That's Well, she left that guy. And he's still, poor kid is still communicating with a a boyfriend that she had 20 years ago because he actually was the guy who made the most sense. Uh, I raised a a boy as a stepson since nine years of age. By the time he was 18 or 19, he came to me one day just spontaneously on his bike. I was at an ATM. He interrupted me and said, you know what? I believe everything you said now. I looked at him. I said, absolutely nothing. I go, I'm happy about that. And he drove away on his bike. I, he gets it. Why? Because he's struggling to get a job. He didn't really, uh, he did what I did in college, like eat, you know, which kind of undermines my argument because I did have a dad, but my dad was never went to college, never finished the seventh grade. So my failures in, in college had nothing to do other than hmm, of the ladies and you know, uh, you know. well as, as as human nature as as kids you you always think that you're smarter than, than your parents well it turns out <laughs> that it turns out today that i was a visionary because 
you know, you had the Tucker Carlson's of the world, you had the Steve Jobs of the world, you have the Gates of the world that came to the same conclusion I did. College sucks, and that's harsh reality. I didn't think about it at the time. At the time, I felt like I was an underachieving loser for not graduating from college. But I realized that perhaps I was ahead of the game. I got I was arguing with all the professors. I didn't like how they were telling my fellow students about the Cuban experience. Right. I was at the University of Maryland at the back of the class, in the front of the class, in the first center of the class, telling the, the, the professors, that's not true what you're saying. They're looking at me like, who are you, kid? I go, no, dude, I'm a, you know, I'm from Cuban-American descent. I come from Miami. What you're saying is not true. Imagine what my test scores look like after those arguments. And it's uh, it's a harsh reality. I was during I was there during the Reagan era in the University of Maryland. So you know, I, um, a couple of weeks ago, before the elections, Charlie Kirk came over, and I saw him another speak. whiz hasn't gone to college. Uh, he, no, he's he's he just said, "Who, who told you that, that 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 you need to go to college? You don't need to go to college." In fact, his backer uh, uh-huh. that I'm getting closer and closer to, I think, is my next Roger Stone experience will be to meet this person. He's in Florida. And he's writing the big checks to keep Charlie Kirk's operations running. Right. I noticed when he was at a campus clash, I've never seen anybody like Charlie Kirk. I know in some photographic memory people, I talked about Ted Cruz's ability to remember voices, accents, visions. He's a very bright guy. I also guy. had a friend of mine who's a CPA who's just like that. I remember we were calling him names on a whiteboard. He comes into the high school class. He could see through the window what we wrote. We saw him coming. We erased everything from the whiteboard, and he came and put everything back. And it was a hundred words or so. Well, Charlie, going back to Charlie, I noticed at the campus clash, he sits on a stool with Candace, invites all the high school kids. I guess it's announced in advance. I went there to meet him backstage. Uh, you know Drina Sixto? The, yes. She yes. operates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, she's also been in the studio before, so I met her first. So I wanted this opportunity, and I sat there and watched. But over his right eye, after he would take this, he would he would always start these conventions. Hey, those who have got the microphone in that line that's being formed there, how many of you guys love us? And those people would acknowledge yes or no, which was probably like 100%. Okay, thank you for the, your support. Now sit down and give the microphone to someone who hates us. <laughs> Just like that. Yeah. And I'm in the front row. Yeah. So right when he says that, which is obviously scripted, he obviously is familiar with, he's done many of these things, comes across beautifully. And this place is packed. This auditorium has got easily three, 300 people in it. Of young kids that are dying to rip him a new one, and those who are trying to praise him. He doesn't want to hear about the praise. But over his right eye, he's looking at this funder. And I saw them. There were like four or five adults there with their wives. Kept on looking over there. Kept on looking over there, like looking for a nod or looking for some seal of approval. Mm-hmm. So I know there were there was people behind him that are supporting him and providing for his logistics. And they found, they really found an uncut diamond in Charlie Kirk. Uh, his talent is just, uh, it's just relentless brain. His brain is, I don't even know how he sleeps when he thinks like that. How can you remember the stuff you remember on the stuff you studied on your own? Because he probably picked this stuff on his own. And to stay calm, doesn't doesn't get insulted. He doesn't insult anybody. No, yeah. You can rip him a new one. He'll look at you. Well, I'm un- unfortunately, I'm sorry you feel that way. But let me tell you why you're wrong. And I'm like, oh my god, I would have thrown a paper cup at that guy. You know, he's a history buff too. He knows a oh, lot about history. He knows a lot about. And Greek. then then there's two of them because mm-hmm. Candace is just as bright as he is. Yes. In fact, Candace, the uh, the guy in the morning show at Fox, tried to call a fast one on her because they've already committed to Biden being elected. And he says, well, why do you think? That things didn't go Trump's way. And she goes, excuse me? Trink, he wanted a landslide everywhere. 
I don't think you are ready to admit the fact that there's election fraud out there. Quite frankly, our job was successful. We got the black vote to vote for him like never before. So why do you think we made a mistake? We have not. And uh, name me one of the three people in the morning show, the, the crackpot. Cavuto? Uh, uh, no, 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 no. In the morning, in the morning. Con la, oh, my God. What a senior moment. Really? With the... Kilmeade. Brian Kilmeade is Bra the one who was interviewing her. Uh-huh. And se la pasó, man. Brian Kilmeade. Empezó el brete. He started the brete. She just he's said. He's the one that said that? Wow. Yeah. yeah. He started. Well, Brian, yeah, 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 Brian. He sounded like a, a phony Democrat as if they threw a, a piece of paper in front of him around those teleprompters to ask that question to her. She ping-ponged that one right out of the room. Pagata! That's not true. We didn't fail at any of these things. And I think you should reconsider your comment to me because nobody certified these elections yet. He's got record amount of votes. How could he not have a coattail? Is this the first time in U.S. history that there's no presidential coattail? That the coattail that brought such success to our party does not include him? Think about that. I tell it to my liberal friends this morning. I was like on a rampage texting. This is BS too? These are these links I'm telling you. This is BS, this is BS, this is BS. One guy, uh, newsman, 16, 17, 19 years, saying, hey, uh, that's government propaganda. And they go to those least knows websites to crank out their, their, hey, have you thought that maybe the mainstream media won't report it, therefore they have no choice to use these outlets? That's not propaganda. It might have just happened. Well, one of the one of the stories I received originally as the company Stockel in Frankfurt, Germany's servers in cooperation with the German government were seized. It turns out that that's highly unlikely to have happened, but that CIA computers that work with Stockel in Frankfurt can be seized immediately with that with just notice that we're going in to take our own stuff back. Right, <laughs> and they see CIA computers. And if we see in the coming days a CIA hospital it gets fired, but she's a fink, just like Christopher Ray, then it only explains that he really is onto all this. Donald J. Trump, our hero, is actually conducting a sting. Let's hope so. Why else would you fire all these people? Why else would you leave them there? The only way to the only reason to leave them there is because you don't care what harm they might try to do to you, but it'll explode them. And it all makes sense that he that he's onto all this, that he really is. Captain America, that he's willing to take on all these hits. Well, guess what the the lefty responds to me? I'm going to turn off my microphone so I can cough. <coughs> the lefty tells me, you know what's waiting for Donald Trade Trump? And you've heard this before. Sealed indictments in New York City for bank fraud against Deutsche Bank. I go, that sounds kind of uh, amateurish. Why would he run for president if he had he felt like there was some heat on him? He goes, to avoid the prosecution because he, he settles the deal. As soon as he leaves office, the United States is not interested in prosecuting your president because they would have prosecuted Clinton. <laughs> right? Because it makes us a banana republic if we prosecute a president. They didn't want to prosecute Nixon either. They just said, resign, we won't prosecute. No, I know, but the, the, their logic is just... And you just sit there, am I right or are they right? I don't know what to say, bro. So I leave you with the last 12 minutes. It's all you. Unless you want to go to, unless you want to go another hour. No, that's right. We can we can go another hour. But uh, you know the same thing with the with the tax returns. And 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 I'm glad he 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 elaborated a little bit more because I I own a business. You own a business. Well, when you get an audit, bro, it's the worst day in hell. Especially if the audit goes on for years. But but it's not just that because they're saying that he hasn't paid any taxes. But that's not true because you you know you know as a business owner 
you can either pay the taxes at the end of the year, you know. Uh, With a 5% interest a month. Right, exactly. Or you can preemptively send money to the IRS. You what know. you suspect to be paying at the end. Exactly. And then add or ask for a refund if it's less. And that's what I did this year. So guess what happened? I got a refund. This is the first time like in the last 15 years. Well, he's allowed, he's allowed to write off a billion dollars that he lost in the Taj Mahal. Right, exactly. My fear... Of course, I don't know. Uh-huh. I don't know. My fear is that I do know that he had a relationship with Michael Milken, the the penny stock guy. The uh, it wasn't penny talk; it was a different name for it. It, it was uh, the the bond king, the bond, yeah, the junk bond, junk bonds, junk bonds, that's the junk bonds, right? And since he's buddies with him, and the guy did do time, and he pardoned him already. Mm-hmm. The guy served a considerable amount of time already, so he just pardoned his reputation. My fear it always has been my fear that. He got really easy money from the wall coming down. East Germany, uh, Russia, Ukraine, all these big monies flooded New York City. Not only ran card games on the casino tables, cleaning the money. Because if you give the the cashier a million bucks, they'll take it in cash, so you can go play but, uh, and give you back eight hundred thousand. You lost two hundred thousand. That money's clean. So what? So why? I fear that when Taj Mahal fell. Uh huh. Bunch of Russian people laundered money through there, and guess what? They end up buying luxury apartments from him. That's always this rollo. <laughs> that's the super brete. Yo fomecho. I I just made up that one, but I've been thinking about it for years. But should, why should, is he hiding all that stuff? Because he has to. Why, but why why have why haven't the 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 tax returns been leaked? Because they haven't been leaked. Well, they were leaked once during the campaign. It turns out he paid like $20 million. 25%. <laughs> yeah, but, but that's what I tell people. Well, if if, if if he did something wrong, the IRS has the power to arrest him. Yeah, but not while in office. Not while in office? No, yeah, no president can be arrested in office. I, Otherwise, we wouldn't have a government. I, I, just, come I, I, just, I just think it's the, the whole Russia There ta- can only be taxes. two options. None of this happened, which is what we are basically claiming in the show today that we don't know what the hell happened. Right. Or to avoid what was going to happen, he ran for president and won. Now everything has to go away. Mm-hmm. Uh, in exchange for not disclosing what this happened behind the scenes. Uh, remember, uh, remember Bush's guy? Uh, Bush had this guy, I forgot his name, uh, Brenner, who, who in the Iraqi war made... Four billion disappear. All right. For the rehabilitation, for the reconstruction of Iraq. That's a lot of money. Under Clinton, the money was even grosser. The number one way to steal from the American government is USA aid, which just hands out money to the world, mm-hmm. to their friends, and you get a kickback. I believe, I really do. I'm, I make this statement because I feel like it, uh, freedom of speech statement. But how did the Obamas really get that kind of money? They came in with two million and walk out with fifty. Something has to happen at the corporate level, where he opens a door for them and the door is paid back through a book deal. And then Simon Schuster just has to own something out there that where that money could come from. They they, they provided the books. I think they, they provided uh, the the books. For... Yeah, but when you sign a twenty million dollar signing yeah. to sign a book that you haven't written yet, that money has to come from somewhere. It can't come from the publishing house. There isn't that much money in books. Exactly. Nobody's reading. Yeah. Nobody reads. It's the same guy reading 100 books in his life. So you got 100 sales there, a small group of people. But the average folk ain't reading. I remember when my mother passed away, I was she was always asking me to read. And she would leave these beautiful notes on the first page of every book. Mm-hmm. 
Well, when she was getting really sick, I had already looked. I came back to my house to take care of her, right? So I went to my closet, and I saw all these books up there. They weren't on shelves. They weren't in a little library, bro. They were just me descaradamente putting them up in. I'll read this later. I'll read this later. I'll read this later. I was shaking to death crying once she passed away, and I went back there. I knew I shouldn't have done it, but I did it anyway. I went back into my closet in my old bedroom. My, my room basically looked the same. My daughter was sleeping there at the time. And I saw these books, and I thought, oh, my God, look at the decisions I would not have made had I read this book when I made that decision. Mm-hmm. It's so sad because I'm 56 years old. It's too late because I already made the decisions. But if I had read the book that she wanted when she gave it to me, when I was 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, every year she gave me a book because she read easily a book a month for her whole life because she was a court reporter in Cuba. And the reason why my father was successful in America is because my mom was her his agent, per se. Mm-hmm. She represented all the sales. She spoke to the hospitals, the hotels, the school system, the restaurants. My, bro- my father was a produce wholesaler. So instead of my dad throwing apples at you because you didn't pay him, my mom would come in. Could you? Can we expect a check from you next week? In perfect English. Because she was a court reporter. <laughs> right. She was the detail person. And calm with the big, the big buffet hairstyle <laughs> with the big, with the big plastic earrings and the beautiful immaculate dress. And I have, you know, black and white pictures of her sitting there with a clipboard and my dad with James Dean with a cigarette outside the muscle shirt driving the step old truck. School, yeah, the step Cuban. truck. I love Slipped it. Back Elvis Presley hairdo, long sideburns, and my mom, the saint, trying to collect. You know, I remember my mom also telling me, "Look, Mijo, I just had your third son. Go rob a bank. I'm going to raise these kids now." And then that's when my dad put up his bootstraps, started picking up employees, bought a warehouse, da 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 da, and the rest was motion picture history. So, going back to how much are we going to tolerate this before we literally have to do? The dirty, dirty, and represent ourselves. Guns blazing. I mean, I, th- I think I think uh, what Roger Stone said. It's important <laughs> that we that that we take to the streets and and that we let people know that that we're we're not we're not gonna accept this uh, steal that they're they that, that that they've done. You know, because I mean, it, it's gonna get worse. You know, it's not it's not just gonna be this. It's gonna be in every as you know facet of our of our lives. That they're gonna want to be uh, controlling us, you know. Um, so I, I I think it's very important for for people to go out there, and uh, you have the First Amendment, you know, <laughs> while, while we still have it, right? To go out there and and um, and 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 let people know that that you know what you're feeling, and, and people are listening to you, you know, when we go out there, and and I mean, look look how many people were out there. That, DC police are estimating a million people. At the at, at uh, Washington D.C. Washington D.C. Right. Well, the Tea Party went out for the Obamacare nine hundred thousand. They wouldn't report that either. Glenn Beck did a million man's march, kind of like what Farrakhan did. Mm-hmm. Not only did he get to about half a million to a million people, but he spent a half a million dollars in sanitation trucks just to make sure that it was spotless when they left. Really. And the left had done it like. A weekend afterward or a weekend before, they got like three or four hundred thousand people, and you should see the dump site they left on the mall. Yeah, yeah. Remember when 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 the president got uh, inaugurated? All the all their signs, all the garbage that they left outside, and then they talk about the the, the climate. Let's hear it for the 
Stop the steel rally. Woo! <laughs> it's here for the Delray Pavilion Rally. Do we save this country or not, man? I don't, I just can't believe that everything I'm reading is not true. It's all made up. I can't, like, there's no way. How can all these women? My Vita, for instance, was with, was with Kevin McCarthy today on Fox at the steps of the Capitol. Cold as hell. She looked great. And he's saying congratulations to the women, the Republican women, the most Republican women we've ever had in Congress. He introduced, he introduced to the left and to the right. And, um, One and that's, more. When, that's when the young Kim was on the Fox radio right. at the same time. So they went from that video shot to this one, to this interview. And it's the greatest moment in American history. What more proof do you want? What more proof do you want? Isn't that what the Democrat Party should be, is about? You know what I mean? Inclusive. Woman, no, woman being in, in government. Well, they, did, they did show up, if you remember, Martin, when he gave the State of the Union speech. Remember, they were all dressed in white, and they were yeah. in that cluster there. And they probably took him down. They said, yeah, because of you, we're here. And he, goes, and he looks at it, and he goes, funny, funny, funny. <laughs> <laughs> He's hilarious, man. He just... Uh, I just, I'm just blown by his attitude because in many, in many ways it was my attitude in life when I was doing my activism in this community. Uh, I wasn't really interested in making friends. I figured that what I was doing was so important to me that you all get what I'm, why I'm the way I am because you're going to benefit from it. And I believe every, every property owner benefited from what I did here on the island. And it was the fight for Mass Academy. When you drive in and you see that big building, I know that everybody took credit for that. It was everybody's baby. But Raquel Regalado sat in that seat, scored board member, and told everybody what Manny and I did in back in 2010, and that wasn't built till 17. So imagine how many years I worked. Yeah. Pissing people off because, man, the left couldn't stand me. To the point where I made the mistake of I let my person get before my crusade. I should have stopped the project where the money started from, the Oceania for luxury development here. I should have demanded that that high school be paid, uh, paid and bought for here in Key Biscayne with the impact fees that the county had plus those nine million bucks. I end up agreeing to terms that were told to me that were very different than the ones that I felt I had gotten negotiated on uh, uh, this community's behalf in, in the county. Didn't seem right, but I went ahead and backed down and ran for PTA president instead of the KA center where my daughter was in fifth grade. That's a judgment error because they put 6th, 7th, and 8th grade at Mass. Ruined it. Mm. And kept 6th, 7th, and 8th grade here. Ruined it too. So although we got a high school, the majority of the kids are in 6th, 7th, and 8th grade. Guess what? Waiting list to get in. Because it's a magnet school. Mm -hmm. You still got to go to Gables. Pro the property from Biscayne plummeted. Because you can no longer avoid Westminster, Lourdes, Carrollton. Because you're going to have a good high school if you buy an expensive home in Key Biscayne. Now you can't afford the expensive home in Key if and you still have to pay for Boland, Columbus, Westminster, Lords, Ransom. So everything can be perfect. And I end up spending the same amount of money firing the trigger letter that I would have spent had I stopped the project. I got the money. And then bring it to inside the municipal boundaries, not outside. But did you know that during that yes. time? You do. Yes, I knew that. But it's not I something that you learned afterwards after the no, fact. No, no. Okay. I knew it. It was, it was A or B. It wasn't even a C, none of the above. It was A or B, and I chose B, and I was wrong. Then I was spending the same amount of money. There was a little bit more uh, emotional thing tied to being 
PTA president was asked to resign by hundreds of parents. Mm -hmm. Not hundreds, 103. <laughs> I, I felt bad for them because it was their children I was fighting for, you know, so they undermined their children. And we see it today with all the breast cancer that's at the K-8 Center. And excuse the audience folks who listen to this show, if you're from the key, if I'm off the key, I know you heard that story a lot of times. And for some reason, it comes out in these type of moments. But that's where I'm similar to Trump. I felt like a Trump key Biscayne in 2013, before Trump trumped America in 2016. So Well, he did that to New York, too, though. He, he did, did it by tweet. I did it by these articles that oh, I would write in my okay. Oh, okay, okay. That's, that's right. Uh, <laughs> what I can say, fuck. <laughs> I have a drop button. Well, that's why your dad did this. So, so you you learned that from him, you know, how to use the the media. Uh, you know, my my father was all anti-communist stuff, you know, and I guess I guess it was the Lord's way of telling me, go do the hard stuff, don't do the easy stuff. Mm -hmm. So I did the hard stuff, and look, I lost my freedom of speech as a PTA president for one mile. 2013 wasn't allowed to even be on the campus as a president to tell people what I was up to. Wow, asking for parents to run the school if win the vote they end up listening to the teachers i'm trying to get the teachers out of the vote by the law DeSantis and scott have been ignoring me all this time look what's happened these kids are now burning down the statues and i always told them there's a sin of omission here you waited 63 years for someone like me to do what i did and i did it with my own dime i subjected my fifth grade daughter to abuse in class by a teacher and i was divorced that's no fun and now you're not going to amend the law because i don't have like parent backing I don't want parent backing. I'm not a lobbyist group. Well, Carlos Trujillo told me to go find the votes. He was a congressman and a senator, state. Michael Baleka, who's a rat, now runs a, I think he runs a, an accounting firm or an insurance company. He's not a doctor, right? His daughter, was, his wife was a teacher. Kelly Stargell up in Lakeland, Florida. She didn't believe I sat in her office in Tallahassee and she just, couldn't believe that I was not the messenger she was looking for. She was expecting some school choice person. And this whole thing led me to stay involved politically like you do. And I came in second place in the primaries in 2016. But if I fell in love with Donald Trump so quickly after he beat the, the papa, papa out of Ted Cruz, if I can turn and realize that Donald, Donald Trump won for a reason, what the hell's wrong with these Democrats? They don't love their country, bro. They don't love their country. They just... Want free stuff. We have 50% of this country is a conflict of interest voter. They knew that when they passed their laws. They knew that when they passed income tax. They even used us to pass income tax. So Theodore is on the side of your limo. No. He actually started this mess because he did a speech called the Square Deal speech. If you read it on the internet, you'll see that he described the progressive movement perfectly. Letter by letter. And, and if, they, if they want people to get ahead, why don't they lower taxes? They never talk they about lowering taxes. Trump failed us here. Watch. And I said this to several people that I knew had his ear. It would have been cool to have known Roger by then to tell him. But instead of handing out stimulus checks, they should have just said, for the next two years, income tax is 2%. Guess what? It'll never go back up to 21. It'll go maybe somewhere in between, right? Mm -hmm. If you do it at 2%, yeah, only 10% are paying this tax. Maybe 20% are paying any kind of income tax. The other 70, 80% are not paying taxes at all. But guess what? With that kind of break for two years, everybody gets employed. The economy takes off. Everything takes off. And you don't have that need 
to print the money the way you did in what they call stimulus checks. Because tomorrow, bro, brace your hat if Trump's reelected. Biden's going to get hit with this hard. He's going to be the worst uh, one term in his life. I don't think Trump will run in 2024. I think Melania will say, that's enough of this. You know? Otherwise, I bail and you lose in 2024. Think mm -hmm, about it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The person who holds the key to Trump's power is Melania. She divorces him tomorrow like Tipper Gore did to Al. His political prospects in 2024 are zero. Because no woman will respect him, and a lot of men won't. Oh, so she was your sugar daddy. And it'll get validated by a divorce because she's much younger than him. I forgot. When, when did Tipper, when did the, she, she? Long, long after he left, after Bush Gore. Yeah, long yeah. after, about uh, he committed treason when he sold to Al Jazeera that network he had, which like 20 million homes on cable. So yeah. we're, we're not we're not underwater either. <laughs> and she divorced him. Um, I don't even think it was for an affair or anything. I think it was just because of the lion sack of you know. Dirtbag, yeah, he, yeah, he created the, the 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 internet and. <laughs> and there are, there are cases uh, that they're calling for the impeachment of the Michigan governor, by the way. Yeah, did you see that before that? Now the Democrats are saying that they never said that to to not not defund the police. Yeah, yeah, that's how they'll do it. Absolutely. <laughs> they don't, they don't claim that their idea was the income tax. Meanwhile, I was on the Democratic platform for three presidential elections under William Jennings Bryan, a congressman from Nebraska. He ran that party three times, lost three times, and each time he was talking about the federal income tax. Even after the Supreme Court made it very clear that they don't believe that income includes wages. Wages, as sweat off your brow, can't be replaced with anything other than money, therefore it's private property. They said that up there in 1896. It was a banker's trust against the United States. I believe that was the name of the court case. Uh, look it up, folks. You know, Text me, tell me I'm full of it. But, uh, it was Theodore who proclaimed in his presidency in 1901. Remember, he gets into the presidency because of the, the, the assassination of McKinley. So he wants to prove himself as a legitimate president that's going to get elected. And he does. He gets elected. And he says out loud in speeches that we got to find a way to get the Supreme Court to acknowledge income the income tax without really saying you have to include labor. Well, it ends up circulating in 1911 under his vice president Taft. Circulates over the United States. I think there was only 38 states at the time. And eight states say, wait a second. Does income derived in the income tax mean wages? And they fixed it in the handwriting. Guess what? The Secretary of State at the time, which is not the Secretary of Foreign States, it's the Secretary of State documents, mm -hmm. announces it. Of course, there's no fax, phone, or beeper back then. He announces it as those eight states passing it. And they were questioning it. So the income tax never passed. Think about it. And yet it's the law of the land mm. as the uh, 13th Amendment. Like the Democrats say, if it moves, tax it. No, Reagan said that. <laughs> Reagan said that? Yeah, man. Reagan said, yeah, if it works and it moves, tax it. Yeah. Reagan said a bunch of good stuff that ends up being true. It really is something like, uh, it was 1% when it passed. And he's 21 and then 28. And if Biden goes to 28, he's insane. No, that's crazy. The whole economy will go. <laughs> and I think that everybody who hated Trump hates Biden even more. But they know that Biden will just stumble over himself. They don't even have to express their hatred for him because Biden already did his first quip today. He went. 
Oh, he did? I didn't see it. Yeah, and he, he recovered pretty quickly, but you could tell it's just started. And I don't know what they did to him. You got to admit, he stopped mumbling towards the end there. What do you mean they stuck in his... Remember when Trump goes, they probably put something in his ass. <laughs> I think, uh, well... The, the, or that the, we saw so little of him, he was probably stuttering inside the house, but for those little brief moments he was on TV, he wasn't stuttering. I don't know. Well, I mean, they, they, they give him the questions, for sure, and they throw him softball questions, and uh, he already knows what to say already. That's why he sounds... People are like, oh, well, in some cases, he's got the prompter in his house built up. Hey, cl- get that closer so I can see it, so I know how to reply. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but everybody knows the game plan. You know, he's he's not going to be there long. And yeah, well, if well so what's your it, guess? Do you agree with me that Trump won't run again in 24? He'll let it someone else have it, or he will do it just because he's Trump and he wants it. Wants or he just wins this outright. I, 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 I seriously think that he loves the country, and and he's not going to do it just because so he lost he, he will run 2024. I mean, yeah, I mean, if, if, I, well, let's if hope they steal that, it, if they steal it, but he'll do it because of the love of the country. And, 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 the and sec- he'll beat Trump, he'll beat Biden the second time. And this is the reason why he ran 2016. He, he, I mean, he's always said it. If I have to run, I will run. And it's not, I, I, I don't think it's because, you know, the taxes or whatever, he doesn't want to get caught. Is because he's he's always said the same thing. Uh, he's always talked about uh, a trade, uh, the jobs going overseas. He's never liked that. I mean, yeah, I, I, yeah, he's been saying that since his, since his twenties. Right, exactly. So, so th- there's no argument for him to uh, for people to say that he came in here to enrich himself, him and his kids when when they, when they're looking at him through a microscope, you know. So, so uh, <laughs> you know. He's been, and, and I've always wanted for him to run. I remember he was toying with running like in 2002, 2003, and I wanted him to run. But, yeah, but I he would. I had to read the art of the deal for a real estate company I was hired, and they were going to question me every Monday for our company meeting. <coughs> Guys, I got a real scratchy throat because of my medication, but it's not COVID, okay? <laughs> uh, I turn off the microphone, I cough, and I forget to turn it back on, so you guys are not hearing me. Well, I, read, I read the book, too. I read, I read the there. Part of the deal. And I was like, uh, God, this guy should run. This guy should run. Yeah. I was in my 30s when I read it. and uh, But he's not the same man he was before. He's a much older guy. You know, he, If he criticizes Biden about stuttering and stuff, he I mean, doesn't finish his sentences, you know? But he just got these mammoth testicles. They're they're just and <laughs> they goo. Yes, they're totally they're totally stainless steel, man. The guy, I don't know, I don't know how you could take on everybody all at once and still sleep, and still get along with people. I don't know, I don't know how. All I know is that in politics, I've always wanted to crush the left. I wanted this. I wanted to just like eliminate them as a party. Mm-hmm. I really wanted to be the Republican independents. Only, because mm-hmm. independents were lefty enough because they're all ex-Democrats, and they are quite frankly larger than both parties. So people don't really want to talk about the independent party, but it is in registration larger than the other two. The reason why the Bob Doles get elected, the McCain's get elected, is because several of the <laughs> states that don't have a lot of Republicans mm-hmm. allow independents to vote in Republican primaries. Mm-hmm. So you can see why the the moderate guy gets elected all the time. So. <coughs> <coughs> I always wonder, why was Romney there? Why was McCain there? Why was Bob Dole there? Just like fish out of water. And I was always with the the more conservative guy in all these races. 
Although in the Romney case, because he had run a year early, uh, presidential election earlier, I was for Newt in that first one. Mm-hmm. I was for Romney the second time because I figured, okay, this guy, y después la, la caga. In, in Benghazi, he actually believed the video that Hillary pushed out there. I was like, oh my God, are you kidding me, bro? And that's another thing that was not touched. Uh, that's a manipulation of the election by suppressing that story of all those guys getting shot and killed there, including the ambassador. That was right before the election, for Christ's sake, for Obama's re-election. He won by six million the first time, won by only two and a half million the second time, with three million Catholics not voting, and two million women Catholics voting mm-hmm. for Obama. Wow, preserving abortion—that's like being Catholic and not living your faith. I mean, that's tacky, man. Then the three million who didn't vote were the people. Oh, he's a Mormon. I'm not voting for that guy. The people that that Obama said uh, praised their go away their guns and their Bible and their guns. Mm-hmm. Well, those guys never came down from the mountaintops to vote that day. Yeah, I know what 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 heard Romney was that video that they they taped them about you know the sixty seven percent and remember he was they want free stuff uh, right exactly and yeah. also the dog on his car driving the turnpike <laughs> that's pretty cool man <laughs> to have a dog in a cage on the top of the car <laughs> and then you get to a uh, you get to a but guest. I, it was th- that video that video he he, I, he never was able to uh, uh, rebound from he reminded that. me of Woody in, in Toy Story the way he walked. And he was just such a bad candidate to it. He he wasn't he wasn't he wasn't a good yeah, candidate. Yeah, like Bob Dole, uh, honorable was, veteran, missing an arm and all, but just a terrible candidate. Man. I mean, not no, nothing to to be uh, excited about. You know? Well, you know one thing that Romney did, which was very cool, and he wasn't allowed to talk about it because he was Mormon, but apparently Romney shut down his offices in New York and in Boston. And spent the next week shutting down, making all the employees go down to these two places. For an executive vice president's kid who was high on drugs, and he had to find her in a crack house. Mm. So he helicoptered both cities, dropped leaflets everywhere. Have you seen this girl? Have you seen this girl? Mm -hmm. Cost him a couple hundred grand, and they found her one day away from death. She was in the basement of one of those Harlem, Hoodlum, Mm -hmm. crack crack, crack, crack houses. houses. And she was all, she had obviously been uh, sexually violated with needle marks all over her body. She saved this girl's life with his efforts. And he never talked about it in the campaign. His wife would say it subtly in different type of forums, but he never used that. That's real man of the La Mancha, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, to shut down his company, lose money on that end, and also that, spend that, money in this that end. That genuine... Uh, yeah, man, helicoptering, yeah. dropping leaflets over these cities and having everybody talking about this girl. Because the, the left was just talking about his money. And, yes, and yes. How, and uh, I, went to that, I went to that convention in 2012 because it, uh, it was in Tampa, and it's really impressive, I think the audience should know this, when Florida throws a party for the Florida delegation, it's the party of the entire nation. Because ours is salsa, croqueta, tostona, musica, <laughs> and all the gringos, my friends, come to learn how to dance salsa. And I had the pleasure of dancing with Kimberly Guilfoyle. Oh, that's right. Sweating, also, and I was sweating uh, all over. Also, to Paul Ryan was not, nothing to, to, <sighs> to be excited about. So it was just another... Guess where he walks away from? Six million bucks. How do these guys make these monies, man? It's a revolving door. That's you know, I'm bashing the right, but the left is gross. They, the way they make the money and everything. This whole thing they is a racket. They, they, they all do it. It's, it's a racket. They're, they're you know, they're, they're both. All right. So what's next for us as we end the show? What's next? We got nine minutes. What's next for us? Uh, is, is there going to be another rally like this again here in Florida or no? Uh, actually, that we have a rally. We're going to go to. 
this Thursday at 3.30, it's... Uh, oh, it's, yeah, you mentioned that. Uh, let me see. It, it's, it's basically we're, we're, we're going to go and protest in front of uh, the people, the Dominion... Oh, Dominion Software's uh, right, exactly. home offices? Are they in an office building? Does anybody, have they Google Earth the location or what? Is it like in a shopping center, office building or what? Yeah, it's an office building. Uh, oh, so that means all the tenants get screwed all at once. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine all that. Wow. Let me see where's it going to be at. Um... The home of Dominion Software, what, Palm Beach, uh, Broward, Fort Lauderdale? Here it is. It, uh, it's going to be this Thursday from 3.30 to 5.30. And the location is Smartmatic. Smartmatic, USA. Oh, the Smartmatic uh, hometown. Right. East Coast, 1001 Broken Sound Parkway, Suite D, Boca Raton, 33487. What day is that? Uh, it's this Thursday. Thursday. You hear that, The 19th. The you 19th. hear that, folks? Repeat that address again. A Smartmatic, USA, 1001 Broken Sound, 1001 Broken Sound Boca Parkway. Raton. Parkway, Boca Raton, right. The Suite home D. of Smartmatic. Exactly. The real villains in this. And huh, wait till they find out who are the investors of that company. Oh, let me see. Oh, look. look the, the chairman, Mark Malloc Brown. Yeah, he testified, didn't he? He's also a... Uh, a Transition team member. He's on the board of the George Soros Open Society Foundation. Anda! Oh, yeah. Puñeta! And, uh, George Soros, our, our, our favorite guy. He's... <laughs> Well, you know that this guy Miller that Trump put in there, Christopher Miller, uh -huh. is now acting defense secretary. That's another part of the story that I read that holds true. If they get rid of Esper, they don't want him to block this raid on the CIA computers in Frankfurt. And the guy who places him is a counterterrorism expert. Uh -huh. My God, doesn't that indicate that there's something foreign about this election? Yeah, And no. this guy knows about it. Therefore, he made him top dog to make sure that that stuff gets out. Why can't this stuff be true, man? It's supposedly, it true? supposedly Venezuela is just trying to. I mean, everybody. Isn't that embarrassing that that little, that little punk country can can damage our elections, and it's really because sucks. they're in there with the Democrats. <laughs> yes, but from my perspective, growing up, I always believed that Castro was doing this to the federal government of the United States, mm -hmm. and he was more of a chihuahua behind a fence than anybody else. And everybody agrees with that statement, and yet I make a I make a claim that, and I said this to the report uh, the journalist today, that we lost our manifest destiny, excluding Cuba from it, in 1959, mm -hmm. when Eisenhower sabotaged Batista and allowed uh, Castro to come in power, Fidel Castro come in power, and it's so un it's so insane that uh, Eisenhower behaved this way. Meanwhile. His vice president was organizing Operation Mongoose to take Castro out by mm -hmm. assassination. But it failed every time, including the the exploding cigar. <laughs> Explain this to me, man. The first fake news was that news. So I'm done. I just thank you enough for taking me in your limo. I got to meet Roger Stone. Thank Meanie Genie. And also Laura Loomer. You forgot Laura Loomer. I, I never forget Laura Loomer because she's in my video. <laughs> Laura, you know what I mean? You know, I'm the most handsome fat guy. You know, I know you're still single. You it's, know? it's always great hanging out with them. I'll even the, change my last name. The, I'll become the, Mr. Loomer. Their, their wealth of information and, and just their uh, their demeanor, you know, how they fight for this country. and, and Well, remember, I want the audience to remember that Laura Loomer, for those of you who don't know her, she ran for... Congress and lost to Lois uh, Frankel, mm -hmm. who's apparently an icon up there. Mm -hmm. And is it Delray or Boca Raton or no? It's West Palm Beach. West Palm Beach. So she's that 
that 21, knows. 21, which is uh, Donald Trump's district. Oh, and, oh, geez, a thorn in his side. So she lost that election by a lot. It really sucked. Now, uh, she is known for is uh, a participant in Project Veritas when she did. She's an investigative journalist, right? Yes. And she did some gutsy stuff. Oh, yeah, no, for, for sure. She earned her bona fides. And Lester- I, uh, that was funniest one for me was when, when, he went to, when she went to Pelosi's house. Oh, trying to climb the fence. No, she did. Oh, she did climb the fence. She, she did climb the fence. She has a wall, too. She, she went out there. You know, she was wearing a Mexican uh, serape and, and a Mexican <laughs> Oh, couldn't you even hat, see that. Mexican hat with the with mustache. The, with the mustache. And as a matter of fact, she had brought some illegal aliens. With uh, her? With her, yeah, yeah. They were from like Honduras, I think, or Nicaragua. And, and then, you know, she brought them in there and saying, hey, you know, can they stay in your house? You know, hey, no, why not? You welcome no, all the others. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no borders, no walls. You know what I mean? So, and uh, it, it was funny because she broke in there. And you think that that uh, instead of impressing you and I with bona fides, you think that discouraged other voters, or you think most people didn't even know she did that? Probably not. No, because I've mean, never she, seen the video. She is. She exposed them. I mean, uh, people that followed her, you know, on Twitter. But man, she lost by so many votes, man. God. Nah, she's she's thinking that that I was stolen from her because she had the enthusiasm and and Frankel didn't do any. Um, so in other words, if Trump wins, it could drag all these people back in the game. I hope so. I if hope Trump so. wins his his argument, then these people have a case too. She had all the enthusiasm. But Florida she, didn't she, seem to have that scandal. Maybe we find out that it did. She beat Frankel uh, at the at, at the day of uh, and election, lost in the mail-ins. Uh, um, no, and I think she was doing good in the mail-ins, though. She was, she was, and she had a better ground game. She had the enthusiasm, and I, I seriously thought that she was gonna beat her, um, but, you know, God knows what happened there. You know, <laughs> it, it, it is a Democrat hold too. You know, but uh, um, hopefully, yeah. They, they, people don't realize that, but Dade, Broward, and Palm Beach are all Democrats' strongholds. Well, what does that say, Latin Americans? You're voting for the stuff you escaped. I exactly. mean, hello. Exactly. If you if you escaped from Latin America like we did, you're a capitalist, okay? Because you didn't. If if you would have been, if you like socialism, you would have gone to Venezuela, or you would have gone to, or just stayed in your own country. But exactly, your country had socialism, and you had no opportunities there. Or you would have gone to Canada, which Canada doesn't want you. So. Well, another thing that uh, as a final point with the two minutes we left, I, I wanted to make this point. One thing that Trump never touched upon in his first term, as, as if his plate wasn't already full. We definitely have to change our immigration laws that allows you to stay in the United States if you get a college education here. You shouldn't be allowed to go to your country to compete against us. Look at all the Chinese guys that go back to China and rip us a new one. I mean, that guy that that, uh, invented TikTok, they say that he's a savant and that the stuff that he learned, he didn't learn in China, he learned in the States. I wonder if that stuff is true. Same with all these other Chinese people. But, but the Chinese are stealing our, our intellectual property, too. Konya, but they're coming here as students, and we're not letting them stay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They probably get a better job here. I know this. Uh, I know that jo- that Steve Jobs said that I, it took me 50,000 engineers to create the first iPhone, and they were all from, the, from Asia. Yeah, our guys were a little nucleus of original idea people, mm-hmm. but the people who tinkered and tinkered and tinkered and tinkered and improved the iPhone to the phone to the point where it went from a, a mammoth thing to a small thing it could fit in your pocket required 50,000 trial and error 
uh, functions by 50,000 engineers. He says, you could never have had the iPhone on their $500 if I had to make it here in the United States. So I'll end it on that note. Let's hope that in God we trust really does uh, happen providence. here. Providence. We have some providence. And, uh, because Trump reversing these results would be the greatest thing that ever happened in American politics, period. I mean, greater than... You know the emancipation. And I'm hopeful. Broccoli. I'm hopeful that 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 uh, he, we're gonna keep the presidency uh, with everything that's coming out. And God, we trust. Stay free, my folks. This is WSQF, the Concrete Conservative. This is yours truly, Mac on the Rock. And what a perfect song to segue. Time to take care of business. Taking care of business, business. everywhere.